Hello, gang. Hi, gang. It's me. Welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. And today, we have a very special guest. And that's me, Nick. I'm very special. <laughs> I'm very special. I'm a very special guy. And that's why you're listening to this very special episode of Nick Flanagan Weekly. Why is it special? Why is this episode of Nick Flanagan Weekly special? I will get right back to that, but first I want to say thank you for listening. Welcome to the show. This is a podcast. I stand by that. I will not let you call it anything but. This is a podcast about a person, a man, a gentleman, a scholar, an author, a writer, a doctor, a lawyer. A candlestick maker. And that person's me. A lot of those jobs I haven't learned how to do yet or applied for or tried. But in many ways, I still am those things. And I, I will get into that later. Um, and by later, I don't mean later today or later in this episode. I mean at some point in history, possibly during one of my reincarnations which will happen later on, of course. You can't be reincarnated. I, I, I don't know what my things were before this life. I don't think I was a candlestick maker at any time. Thank you for listening. Very special episode. Podcast about a man and his thoughts, primarily. I had guests for a long time, but hasn't, I haven't had any for a while. It's going to change. But for now, it's just a podcast about somebody who is locked inside of his brain. And every once in a while, he removes the wad of toilet paper that he's jammed in the keyhole. And you are then able to peek inside the keyhole and get a sliver of his slash my thoughts. How does that sound? I'm a comedian. My comedy has been described very recently as baffling. And I'll accept that as a compliment. It was my birthday yesterday. How do you feel about that? Well, thanks for asking. Um, I feel great about that. I feel like... It's so nice to keep living. Birthday means you keep living. They can't take that away from you. You've lived. They're never going to say it was over at 40 whatever because you've already passed that age. I don't know why I didn't want to name my real age, but you can go to my Wikipedia page if you want to find out how old I am. I don't have a Wikipedia page, so you can create and then read my Wikipedia page if you want to know how old I am. But let's just say I'm older than the uh, uh, Toronto's Skydome slash Rogers Center, but I'm younger than um, the Second World War. So... Do a little math, I think you'll come up with the, the proper amount of time. Again, always with the apologies and the explanations here tonight, I will say, uh, here these days, I will say, I took a while doing this episode, I'm very sorry, I had about a week 
longer. I've just been switching locations so much. I hate it. I mean, I'm glad to have, you know be helping out a lot of people. I'm in town. A lot of people are leaving town. They're saying you want to help watch Scruffy, our little Burmese. Oh, do you want to feed Har Harmony, Harmony, our pet cat? Do you want to nurse our bird back to life? I want to do it all. And that's uh, what I've been doing and running this way, running that way, doing this, doing that. It's been a lot. And because of that, I haven't been able to sit in front of the mic and say, boom, bam, boom, bam, here's my life. Here's what's going on. I've had to remain locked in my head. I also had some calm shows. Calm show for comedy. The calm show. The calm shows have been fun. That was good. I opened for the band Mouth Congress. Scott Thompson, Paul Bellini's band. Super fun. Did a bunch of other shows. Next thing you know, it's ages later. And I, and I haven't... Um, graced the world with another episode of NFW. Name of this podcast is Nick Flanagan Weekly, by the way. If you have any suggestions for other names, write me at weeklypodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Anyway, what has happened in the past while that's led to me uh, that, that I said I would talk about today. I did think, oh, maybe I'll make this episode about, like, my own kind of, like, ADHD hacks. <laughs> uh, you know, some, like, unofficial, non-doctor, psychiatrist, psychologist, therapist, ADHD tips. But the fact is that recently my little free... A wonderful time of uh, ADHD coaching, receiving it, uh, ended. <laughs> and it ended when I had all of this stuff to do. And let me tell you, I guess I was liking it and it was really helping because as soon as it ended, everything was, I was very overwhelmed, very confused for what felt like two weeks. So I guess my first tip would be like, uh, Try not to stop doing the things that are helpful for you <laughs> and center you and ground you. But yes, I guess what I'm trying to say is maybe I'll wait a little bit on my tips episode because it feels like it might be hypocritical at a point where I'm just like gasping for air, starting to surge back into any kind of routine, any kind of normalcy. And suddenly telling you, you know, how I do this or how I do that. And what's so funny, though, with ADD, as it used to be called, now ADHD. But that ain't none of my business, though. I mean, it is my business because I, I have it. But uh, I just wanted to say that ain't none of my business, though, because I'm drinking from a little teacup. And I wanted to emulate the Kermit meme. But that ain't none of my business, though. So. Google the meme. Google Kermit meme. You'll see what I mean. You'll see what I mean. Anyway, so I'm going to make note 
from here on out of a few things that I, I, I've found work or help. Help is the word I like better than work. I don't like any word that makes it feel like you're uh, thriving. <laughs> I want words like managing. I am managing this. I am making this work. I am uh, taking care of this. I don't want words like, you know, how to thrive. I don't, I feel like I'm, th I feel like I'm thriving when I'm in the sun. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm thriving when I got, when I'm at getting someone's holding me. That someone specific, someone special. I feel like I'm thriving when um finish a book. Yeah. I don't need, I don't need to feel like I'm thriving cuz like I'm going to work every day. That's I just feel like I'm fitting in when I do that. Which is of course very important when you have ADHD. This feels more stream of consciousness than ever. But I'm I'm working with it hell is this noise? I hear this large, long, ticking noise. And I don't like it. But I'll take it. So I'm going to work on some of those ideas for what's working, because right now, I'm just kind of rolling around, eking it all out, just kind of trying to make things be okay. And the other thing is, what I keep doing is, you know putting myself through these types of podcasts and pieces of media or reading uh, about different systems of managing your ADHD or your feelings of overwhelm or your anxiety. And even if they're saying the same thing over and over again, exercise, eat well, get your sleep. Those are like the big three. Or break down tasks into smaller tasks and make a list. I can hear those over and over again. The more I hear that stuff, the more likelihood I have for it to click in. Because that's something very odd that I have. Where you might tell me the same thing over and over and over again. And it might not seem to sink in. And then you'll say, God, it just can't sink in with this person, Nick, this guy. He's just certain that these ideas can't sink in. Sink in. Next thing you know, you see me later, it's sunk in. And you'll say, how did that happen? I'll say, I don't know, it just randomly happened. I just had to keep hearing the same thing. And on the thousand and first time, I... It worked. So, uh, that's why I keep listening to these kinds of things or reading books, even if they, that are giving you tips about, uh, about stuff. Sometimes that's, it just takes a really long time for it to click. Speaking of click, that's an Adam Sandler movie. He made a movie called Click that I think is about a remote control that's like magic 
And he teams up with Nicolas Cage to like find this magic remote control. But then they become enemies in the middle and then he gets uh, Nicolas Cage puts him pushes him off the Empire State Building and then he goes down to hell and he has to find his way back to Earth and then he finds remote control and then him and Nicolas Cage have a they make up and they rule the world together. That's Click. That's what I heard the plot for Click is. But the reason I bring up Click is because it's an Adam Sandler movie. And I just saw an Adam Sandler movie. I saw the Adam Sandler movie uh, Murder Mystery. And uh, it's also starring Jennifer, Jennifer A. J.A. A.K.A. Jennifer Aniston. Janiston. And um, I actually saw that movie Knives Out not long before. And this movie Knives Out. Oh, talk about Knives Out. Everyone had their knives out for this movie. I'm reading on Twitter, it sounds like it's the cheesiest movie I ever saw. I watch it and it's just like a sort of fun, you know, Sunday afternoon mystery film. I was like, this is kind of fun. What's wrong with this? And then Murder Mystery is kind of like Knives Out, but like more, uh, it's got that Sandler low effort thing. And I don't mean that insultingly. I like Adam Sandler a lot. But uh, it seems like he's got tries to wear a lot of hats when he makes these movies, so certain elements can seem perfunctory. But I liked it. It was fun. It was a cute watch. My friend Lizzie... Uh, Cooperman suggested I, uh, it as a as a fun thing to watch, and then I checked it out with Sarah, and uh, we I liked it. My my viewing partner was not such a fan, but that's because people have strong reactions to Jennifer Aniston. Remember how Jennifer Aniston was in office space? That was weird, right? She was just in office space. Never think of her as having been in office space. As her part, but she was in it. She had a bunch of flair on her outfit. I guess if I'm remembering that Jennifer Aniston was in office space, then you do technically think of Jennifer Aniston having been in office space. So it's kind of one of those damned if you do damned if you do kind of situations. It's really food for thought is what I'm getting at. So yes, I've been cracking up over the last month. You know, hither and thither, hither and yon. Just brain everywhere. How to do all the things I want. I don't know. But I will do those things. And most importantly, here in Canada, winter has come to an end. There is no more Jack Frost biting at our little ankles. No, no, that's, no, that's not happening. What's happening is Sun's out in the day. It's cold again at night. P- 
People are laughing. People are smiling. Crimes are still being committed. But by people who are happier because of the weather. And, uh, yeah, so that's great. That makes me so freaking happy. Because let me tell you, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a cold winter. It was a gray-ass winter. So freaking gray. My gosh. My gosh. Like, I told you guys about this vitamin D circumstance I fell into where there was none inside of my body. And I, I've been taking them, the pills, for about six weeks, and they're, I'm getting better. I can feel it. I did nap today. I might have to nap later, even though it's super late. But I am doing better, and I am on the up and up, vis-a-vis -vis vitamin D. But it was gray all winter, so I'm sure a lot of people are needing the D. And... Get it, girl. That's what I'm telling you. Get it. Go out into that sun. Slap that sunscreen. Slather yourself in it. And you know what? When you get home, take a couple of those D pills. You probably still need some vitamin D. It's a weird thing. But if you're somewhere sunny, please send me the keys to your home and a job at where you work. Because I've decided I like it in the sunny places. I want to live in, like, a sunny, walkable city. Is that something I can achieve? Is San Francisco the closest thing to that? Or is it you know, Austin or somewhere in Texas or the south? What are the walkable southern cities? I have so many questions. I do not have Wikipedia handy, open. I don't know if Wikipedia has an entry about walkable southern cities. I'm I'm still wearing masks sometimes. What are you going to do about wearing them on the transit? Wearing them at the larger shopping areas, wearing them those kinds of places if I'm going to be there for more than a few minutes. That's not to say I'm perfect with the wearing of them. I make a billion exceptions. You see me with a cup of coffee on the streetcar? Mask might be off and I might be sipping on it. I'm just being real with you. And I have yet, and I don't want to jinx it, but I have yet to have any experiences on mass transit where people are weird, think it's weird I'm wearing a mask. Even though a lot of the time, you know, I'll be in not the only person on the streetcar with a mask, but like one of, in, in about a 10% uh, margin. Ten percent of people wearing masks, and uh, you know you get to fantasizing when you're on transit. That's probably the number one pastime when people are on tr mass transit, fantasizing. As you know, <laughs> now I fantasize. I'll get confronted about it. Looked at askew. I don't think that's happened once. I haven't detected it. People have kept themselves to themselves. This is Canada, after all. We have a little bit of a uh, combination of shyness, cowardice, and kindness combined so that there is no, very little direct confronting. But when there is confronting, 
You don't want to see it. You don't want to see it. It's embarrassing and stressful. You don't like. You wouldn't like it. But I picture myself getting bullied for wearing a mask, and I think if there's one place to normalize mask wearing, it is mass transit for so many reasons. First of all, even before all of this, who's a germ, cold, SARS, all of that, before all that, people would still wear masks on the subway. Okay, maybe not before the first SARS. I feel like the first SARS started it. Maybe it's a Toronto thing because we were a weird SARS epicenter. But my point is, I'd see people with masks on the subway. Secondly, it's like, smells come out of nowhere. The mask is a beautiful thing for that. Secondly, it's like, have you ever been on the subway and a bunch of people have been coughing on you? That didn't start in the last two years. It's been an ongoing issue. So maybe the mask just generally could keep you from getting, I don't know, scurvy, gout, Graves' disease. I don't know, but it's not a bad thing. Normalize it. Tomorrow, everyone listening, go on the first mass transit you see, throw a mask on, tell them Nick sent you. You'll get a gift card for Arby's. What does RB stand for, by the way? Real beefs? Anyway, wish me luck with snacking. Luckily, I'm doing a lot of walking. But therapeutic snacking has been a thing. It all relates to the vitamin D thing, too. All I go is, chicken has vitamin D. Therefore, more chicken, please. Beef has vitamin D. Hi, can you put a little beef on that chicken? Mushrooms have vitamin D. Hey, let's do mushrooms. And like, you know, as I said, the sun's coming out. Summer's coming. Gotta get to my summer bod. You know, I want everyone to see the abs and the work done. You know, I want that muscular person gleam. Oh, that's oil? I could just put oil on myself and I'll glean anyway, no matter what my body shape is? Well, then I won't exercise. I'm going to keep snacking and I'll set a bit of my budget aside for oil. And I'll slather that all over me. And it'll be good. (laughs) Oh boy, friends. Fam, jam, ma'am, gram, gram. If you're listening to this, hey, give me a call. It's a confidential message to my friend Graham. I'll talk to you soon. I hope you're well. I hope you've enjoyed all my tips. What are your tips? 
send your life tips to weeklypodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the wildness that is Nick Flanagan Weekly, www.kofi.com, ko-fi.com slash Nick Flanagan or patreon.com slash Nick Flanagan. I will continue to do this podcast for you. I hope to Lord that it that it goes to the stratosphere, that I get a really amazing structure in the next few months, that I bring the interviews back. For now, this is what I can do. Some solo good times for you. I really appreciate your listenership. I really appreciate you. Let's meditate together in different places and meet on the astral plane. Good day.